Hello, and welcome to Ballistic Performance Radio. This is your one-stop shop for all things nutrition, fitness, and mindset. Our goal is to help you make fitness and nutrition a part of your life, not your whole life. We discuss a variety of topics, including faith, self-awareness, sustainability and consistency, training programs, grocery store navigation, and how to enjoy your favorite foods without guilt or remorse. There is a lot of noise out there in the world of health and fitness, so we're here to provide real, reliable, and practical answers and recommendations that will keep you moving forward on your journey. My wife Ashley and I are your hosts, and please do not hesitate to reach out on social media to say hello, ask questions, or comment on this week's episode. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Right, welcome back. This is episode 149, and Ash is joining me for the show today. So super excited about that. As we speak, baby ball is like pushing through her stomach. But by the time this comes out, he'll be like a real-life human, and he'll be here. Yeah, which is crazy to so think about. So we'll probably be recording these like covered in poop and <laughs> spit up and... Sh- I almost said shit, but that's the same as poop. <laughs> Uh, and all the the other all the other bodily fluids uh anyway we are back and what are we talking about today ash this is gonna be a short episode but i did a poll on instagram and you all wanted to hear about our birth plan so i'm sharing it today and this is gonna be derek's first time hearing it as well so killing two birds with one stone was that the right saying hold on it was the right saying but you have read this to me already once before. It just I wasn't did? finalized. Yes. Oh, I don't remember that. You even read me all the contingencies. If we have to have a C-section. If, oh, I yeah. did. Good job. You listened. I don't remember sharing this with you. You have no faith in me. Huh. But anyways, okay. So I guess this is not your first time hearing it. Maybe I added a few things. Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to share it with you all. Well, interesting thing will be when this episode comes out, we'll already have gone through the birth i know so maybe we'll have to make a follow-up episode oh for sure we'll share our birth story yeah. i was planning on that anyway because it might not go anything according to plan yeah and that's exactly that leads me to my first point is <laughs> respectfully i don't want anyone's opinion on this episode i'll say it a little more bluntly keep your opinions <laughs> to your fucking self <laughs> this is our plan bitches Well, not even about that. Well, yes, about that. But also, I understand some people are like, don't make a plan. It never goes according to what you want. I understand that. Well, I guess I don't fully understand it yet because I haven't gone through it. But I've heard it enough times. I still like making a plan. And it's not necessarily it's I didn't write this to like have it be set in stone like, oh, I'm going to be so sad and mad if it doesn't go according to what we share with you today it's more so that I can literally print this out give it to the nurses give it to the midwives give it to the doctors just so we are all on the same page and it just helps me mentally prepare Um, I am like a very what's the word I'm looking for 
I just like planning. Stubborn. Yeah, I like planning. I'm stubborn and I like preparing. Like I like the mindset piece of birth. I think that's like the, my most excited part. Yeah. And leading into it. just FYI for our next pregnancy, since this one will already be over. Don't tell Ashley she's going to need the epidural or she might slit your throat in the middle of the night. <laughs> That's not true. It's 100% true. No, it's not. Anybody listening thinking, oh, shit, I said that? Yep, you did. <laughs> you did. You said it to her and she wanted to kill you. It's not true. I just don't. It just is frustrating because I'm like, you don't know me. And maybe I will. But you don't know that. Right. Exactly. Okay, so, so shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> now leading into the birth plan ash's face is turning red because she knows <laughs> it's the truth but she doesn't want it to be on the air out in the no, world no i don't care i don't think people should comment on that love it okay yeah now we've established it let's go um but i mean you basically just mentioned how we would like our ideal birth to be without an epidural <laughs> so we'd love to have the most natural birth possible I get the question of why all the time um, and truly I just think like God made our the female body to deliver children and when he had that plan in mind I don't think he was thinking about an epidural so that's it that's basically what I'm thinking um, and I also really <laughs> like to do like I said I like the mindset piece I like to do hard things so I just look at it like, wow, like I really want to freaking experience that, like the whole damn thing. Um, so I put on our birth plan um, that my husband Derek's planning to stay in the room with me. I don't know if you have to do that. I'm definitely not like the birth plan expert, but a few things that I looked at told me to write that. So I did. And then basically I break it down by like during birth, post-delivery, and then if I do have like an unplanned C-section, ideally how I'd like that to go. So this is also, I should say, based on we are going to a hospital um, so far, like the... Is it is Life Journey called a birthplace? What's that called? It's I mean it's an OBGYN. It is okay. Yeah. So like basically at our appointments, all of pregnancy, we rotate. I believe there's seven to nine different doctors. There's five midwives, and that's really it. So you like rotate through. I saw an NP for I think like three appointments, but she was more pregnant than I was, so she already had her baby, so she's gone. Um, but just keep that in mind. Like, that's what this plan is for. It's for a hospital. Um, and it's also based off of my 8 million questions that I've asked the doctors slash midwives already. So sometimes when you go into a hospital, what I've learned is that sometimes it is like required for you to get an IV. But it can be locked if you would like to hydrate on your own. I think that is how our hospital operates. Um, so that's my plan. Um, I don't, I would like to not have like the IV working. Um, I feel pretty confident that between Derek and I, we can force my, I mean, he know he's going to make fun of me right now, but I'm pretty good at chugging water. So I have no doubt that we'll be able to make me do that throughout um labor 
And then I wrote that I would prefer to not be asked about pain management. Um, I'm very, what's the word I'm looking for? She's terrible at accepting help. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's what she's trying to say. No, I was going to say I'm very passionate about this one. Like I don't, I just find that that just messes with you mentally. Um, Like if I want some sort of pain management like the epidural, I'm going to ask for it. Um, the next thing I have on my list, which I think I'm deleting is I said, I'd like to have as few cervix checks as possible. The reason being is the reason I had it originally was because from what I've learned, let's say you're at, you get a cervix check and you're at eight centimeters and you're like, wow, I am almost at the pushing phase. I'm almost there. You could technically stay at eight centimeters for hours. And then that can be really like mentally draining, mentally hard on an individual. Um, so that's why I said and just the more cervix checks you have, the more risk of like infection. I don't think that's like I'm not too worried about that. Um, but I again, I like to know things. So I think I'm just going to let them do their routine thing. I think it's like a cervix check every four hours. So it's not like an insane amount as is. I just think I'd like to know like, okay, you're at eight centimeters. And knowing with the expectation that I could still be there for hours. um, But knowing like, okay, I am progressing. Like here we are. Or I'm not progressing. Maybe I need to relax a bit more. Do like just do certain things that I learned in the mama stay fit birth course that I took. So I think I'm going to delete that one actually. Yeah. Any, anything to add there? No. Okay. Um, what else? I mentioned that I just want intermittent monitoring, um, so that I can get up and move basically as much as possible. I don't want to be like hooked to any machines if possible. I under, I understand that that, Sometimes it's necessary, but if possible, that's a goal. Um, I uh, don't know if this is a possibility at our hospital, but I'd love for just like dim lighting. All about getting into the relaxing mood. Um, I don't want any type of aromatherapy. I know some people are really into that. I just, it doesn't do anything for me. So I'm like, mm, I don't care about that. Um, at our hospital, from what I understand, there's one jacuzzi and then there's a shower in every room. I, we've probably talked about it in previous episodes. I freaking love the bath. If I could give birth in the bath, I would 1000% do that, but they don't allow that at our hospital. So I plan to use that jacuzzi as long as possible. Um, or if it gets to the point where it doesn't necessarily feel like it's helping, utilizing the shower as well. I learned in that Mama Stay Fit uh, birth course that I think you want to change like the form of like pain management every like third, I think it was 20 to 30 minutes because your body just gets used to it. So another form of pain management that I plan to use is we have um, like a electric stim unit So I plan to bring that to the hospital with me, just place two pads like right, right under my ribs and then two pads like right around my hips. 
and they explained it's helpful when you're in a contraction you crank that baby up and then when you're not having a contraction um you just put it so that you can barely feel it so I plan to utilize that as well um this is just a personal preference again no judgment if you if you want this and have had have done this in the past I don't want like a mirror to witness the birth I think I would probably pass out that's weird really you would want a mirror no it's weird that people want a mirror (laughs) no it's not they like want to see I wouldn't want to see that you're gonna see well, it. Well, I'm gonna see it, but I mean, <laughs> as a as a woman, if it was happening to my body, I wouldn't want to see it. Yeah, no, I don't. I am not. I don't want to. Um, I would. This is sounds like it's pretty not. How do I wear this? This is not common at our hospital, which is nice to know. But I just wrote, I would like to avoid an episiotomy as much as possible. I think that's more so from um like a while ago history that episiotomies were super common um and that's just something that i would like to not have if possible uh and then i'd like to do delayed cord clamping if possible and i wrote that derek would like to cut the cord just so they know that he wants to do that with my teeth you he did say that the other day and I literally wanted to throw Just kidding. up and not, kill him. not actually. I don't want to do that. <laughs> um <laughs> no judgment if you want to do that though, but kind of little judgment on that part. Um but yes, so that's really as of right now, unless I've sent this to a few friends that have had kids, unless they have any recommendations, I think I'm sticking to that. Now with post delivery I would love to do skin to skin immediately after birth um, with the attempt of breastfeeding within the first hour. I do really, really want to breastfeed if possible. But again, I understand it's not always possible and that's okay. Um, Along the lines of breastfeeding, I'd love to see a lactation consultant if that is possible. I, Based off of our last appointment, it doesn't sound like a lactation consultant um, is at the hospital very often, but what did she call them? Lactation. She, she was, the midwife was one like, um, basically like they know a lot about it. Um, just not, they don't have the title of lactation consultant. So hopefully I can meet with one of them, get, pick their brain. Cause to be truthful with you, I literally know nothing about that. Um, and then you can schedule an appointment with a lactation consultant while in the hospital for like really close after birth. So definitely plan on doing that. Um, again, no judgment here, but I don't plan to do anything with the placenta afterward. I just, that's just, I just, that's not for us. What do people do with that? You don't want to know. I really don't. Do they eat it? Mm, I think you can. The fact that you have to think about it says yes. That's fucking. Gross. Yeah, I think you can, but I think people like also just like sometimes like save it. What Actually, is it? No, like I know people. Fucking Hannibal Lecter. They just have mason jars well, full I of placentas th- in their house. It's very like nutrient dense, but it's disgusting in oh, my opinion. That's fucking gross. Judgment, if that's you. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. <laughs> um, and then what else? 
you know what? We're just going to tell you it all. We would like to have our baby circumcised that, like at the hospital. We'd like them to receive the, I think it's the hepatitis B vaccine um, and just go from there. I would ideally love to be up and walking post-delivery as soon as possible. Um, another reason that I really am passionate about ideally not having an epidural. I think that also, I didn't mention this at the beginning of the episode, I think another reason that I'd like to be up and walking slash not have the epidural is because when I fractured my back, I like I lost the ability to like walk on my own like people had to walk me to the bathroom stuff like that and it just like brings back a lot of really bad memories so I would like to just hopefully be able to keep feeling of my legs um and then last thing post-delivery that I have is I just don't want to be woken up and asked if I want like medicine like Tylenol or Motrin I just if I'm sleeping I just want to continue sleeping and I can take those medicines if needed when I wake up. Um, and then really with the unplanned C-section, this is basically what I learned from the Mama Stay Fit course. Um, I just want to make sure that all options are exhausted like before the decision that a C-section needs to be made or happen. Um, I would love Derek to be like be there and remain with me as long as possible. I think our hospital mentioned or the midwife mentioned like as long as, as it's not an emergency C-section where I go under like under anesthesia, um, then I'm fine. Like then he can stay with me. So that's nice. Um, I mentioned that I'd love to have my hands free so that I can just like touch the baby and then um, I'd love for Derek to be able to hold the baby as soon as possible and then just be able to place our baby skin to skin and just become, begin breastfeeding as soon as possible. And that was really it with the C-section part. Anything to add? Nope. The second time I've heard it all. What, did I change anything? No. Oh. So do you know it? I mean, I know I can read it when you print it off for me. The one thing that I will share with everyone that I didn't write here in the course, they recommended having a code word for drugs for, for like if I really want an epidural, I'm not just going to be like, give me the epidural. I have to think of the code word. Do you want to say what ours is? Yeah, ours is jet fuel. <laughs> <laughs> That's our code word. Came up with it right after we watched Top Gun Maverick. So thought it was pretty fun. fitting. I think it's so funny. Like, so funny. So if you hear me screaming jet fuel, that's why. <laughs> that's but it. yeah, so that's the, that's the plan. When this episode comes out, we'll, we'll know if it goes according to plan or not. And again, we'll plan to share our birth story in a later episode. Love it. As always, thanks for tuning in and we will catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Whether this is your first time tuning in or if you're here with us each and every week, Ash and I just want to take a moment to express our thanks and gratitude. We are so incredibly blessed to have your support and we could not continue to show up week in and week out if it were not for you. If you enjoy what you hear on this channel, please head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating, leave a review in there as well. That is how we reach more people and change more lives through the platform. 
Lastly, if you don't follow us across all of our other social media accounts, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. Our handles are either ballistic.performance or ballistic performance across all of those platforms. Or you can check us out online at trainballistic.com. Again, we appreciate and love you so much, and we hope you have a fantastic week.